Let it in. Yeah, it's recording now. Thank God, thank God. All right, I sound ready? like Beyonce. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Chino. And Cass Marie. And you're listening to Nods and Bops. What's up, y'all? We got a full lineup. You know we doing a Grammys recap from beginning to end, the performances, the awards. We talking about it all. We also going to talk about Bad Bunny's album that he dropped at the Hell end of yeah. 2018. It got shoved under the rug a little bit, but we ready to talk about it. We're going to touch on Ariana's new album, too, and her dropping out of the Grammys. And also, What Men Want, starring Taraji P. Henson. I got a chance to see it this weekend. So let's jump into it. Let's start from the host. What you thought, Chino? You liked Alicia? If we're going to be honest, I didn't get a chance to watch the Grammys all the way through because I was working. I got to see the recap, though, and I watched the highlights, so don't judge me. Um, I'm judging. (laughs) But from what I saw, Alicia Keys did a great job, her playing on the piano. We all know she's phenomenal, and it was just good to see her um, on the red carpet and on stage, and I I think she did a good job. better than we expected because there was a lot of speculation on how she was going to do in the standard third and what it was going to be but overall good job what did you think so alicia keys is the type of person that like i can't be mad listening to her no not so at all. She's it was very I, I haven't watched a lot of the grammys before I'm, I'm really not that into award shows but i watched this entire one and I don't think none of us have really been watching the world yeah, shows. Yeah, I'm not. Do I'm you? not really like, into them. Well, I've I've never really been into them like that. Yeah. But I watched this whole one, and she was super like mellow. The whole like her whole interaction with the crowd always felt very human, very genuine, and a little bit like it wasn't a lot of rehearsal, but still, like I said, very genuine and very human. And I don't know if that's typical. I mean, she opened up the show by coming out with Lady Gaga. Jennifer Lopez, Jada Pinkett Smith, and Michelle Obama. So that yeah, was pretty that was cool. Great. That was iconic. And throughout the whole show, actually, I will say that this Grammys was really female focused and female centered. A lot of the female performers, we had several of them, and right. a lot of them had all female performers, all female dancers. And I just can't wait to talk about it. So, I mean, talk to me about what you saw. What were some highlights for you? Cardi B, so proud of her. Uh, you know, winning best rap album. Well, we talking about performances first. Okay, well, I, it, I didn't really watch a whole bunch of performances, honestly. I mean, I saw Cardi B's performance, and I was like, okay. Like, I mean, she, she's having her moment because she won, and this, that, and that third, but, like, I was a little bored. I mean, that was before. Was, she performed little, before she won the award. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. I, that's the main one I wanted to see, and I was a little bored. I was like, okay. That's cool, I guess. I thought it could have been a little bit more exciting. I was wondering about the song choice, um, but I do know they've been pushing money hard the last few months, so obviously that's why she came out with money, but I don't know. I was just a little bit bored during the performances, and I didn't really watch anyone else like that. I saw the speeches. I saw the acceptances, but... I didn't really, I didn't really pay attention to all the performances. I guess I should have. Um, did you, did you like one in particular or? I watched all of them, like I said, and I liked a good number of them. I really liked Cardi B's. The reason I liked Cardi B's is because I think in this show we really got to see a performance. You know, she kept up with the beats. 
Um, it was very clean. She was on beat. It was a clean yeah, performance. Yeah, yeah, it was a great clean performance. It just wasn't an performance. exciting performance. Well, I mean, I, I beg to differ. I think it's a, it was exciting to see her really come out as a performer. She looked like a performer. She looked like it was rehearsed. Yeah, because that Bruno Mars shit last year, that wasn't it. I liked it. I don't know, I don't know why people didn't like it. I thought the set design was, was dope. she was off beat. The set design was great. The outfits were great. Cardi B was off beat. It seemed a little so bit that's what, rushed. That's what I'm forced. saying. That's what I'm saying, like... I'm glad this year we got to see her perform. Like, there was a, an actual performance. And really, the girl that was uh, the pianist in the performance, in she the was set dope. design, she, she was, was dope. super dope. Her name is Chloe Flower, if you're trying to find out who she is. Um, she was just amazing. I mean, Agreed. she killed it. Killed yeah, it. she did. She did. They uh, kept the camera on her for, like, the first 15 seconds while yeah, she was thumbing she, on the piano. Listen, she was she doing was that. I saw Serious that. face, long hair whipping. She Real was dramatic. Doing what she needed to yep. do. It, I liked it. I thought it was a, a good performance just because, like I said, it's good to see her grow um, from when she first started taking stages to, you know, taking the Grammy stage. I also liked Janelle Monae's performance. She had... That iconic hat. That hat was dope. She looked <laughs> like something out of Mortal Kombat. That shit was crazy. Listen, she brought black girl magic and feminism to her performance. Um, she performed some of her songs off of her album and uh, she had like a neon flashing lights uh, pink stage it was pretty it was pretty lit it was a cool looking set and again she had all female performers all black women so that was pretty cool to see front and center the first opening performance was also by a woman um, she also had young thug and Ricky Martin and some other people on the performance so like I said it was very female focused it was a lot of female energy a lot of female performers in this one which young thug I 100 percent 100 percent support uh, let me see. Chloe and Halle did really good. Uh, I mean, magical. I'm lit for them because two weekends, like really back to back, back where to they're back. getting millions of viewers yep. on them. So shout out to them. Definitely they also are on the fans. show yep. Grownish. Uh, yeah. That comes out weekly. So I mean, the spotlight has really That's been on show. them. That's a good show. Y'all should check that out. It's it's a real good show. It's a spinoff of Blackish, and um, yeah, it's kind of like. What's that show called? Dear White People, but like a lot funnier. But like I said, Cardi B's performance, just because she really brought that energy that I was expecting, but I was also like, I wonder what it's gonna look like. And she she's kept she kept it up for me. I was I was real surprised. And she also she had couture glam in her set, like really couture. What she wore on the red carpet was couture. What she had in her performance was couture. So her team has really fleshed that performance out. What did you think about her outfits? Because I thought they were dope. I thought they were dope. The mermaid, the, the mermaid oyster was mermaid crazy. one yeah, was lit. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That's a couture outfit that they brought out of a yeah. vintage. You know, so she really hurt from her look to her performance. I think she brought it at the Grammys. Um, and then obviously it was great to see her win an award to just top off a great night for her. Her speech was hilarious, but I mean, <laughs> she's I mean, always we'll get funny. Into that. Who was she's your favorite? So genuine. Who was who shocked you? I won't say who was your favorite. Who shocked you with their win? Casey Musgraves is that her name? The country singer. She got best country album of the year and she won album of the year. Never heard of her as a person that. You know, lift drives on the side. Like, I have the radio in the car for the people riding or whatever, and I've never heard of her, never heard of one of her hits. So I was kind of surprised. It seemed like it came out of nowhere. Um, but then again, I have to remember that 
what I listen to is like a window of music. So I don't listen to everything and I don't see everything. So maybe she was on another radio station. But I know here in Atlanta, um, the most popular pop station was not playing any of her stuff. I didn't see any of her music videos. I didn't see her trending on Twitter. So I guess I just missed her. I, I guess that's due to my ignorance. I never even heard of her and when i talked to some people that i know about you know what they thought of her and her music a lot of people were like oh yeah she does do like no one knew of her well maybe just the people i knew didn't know of her so what what did you think have you heard her music I also never heard of her. Um, I don't. <laughs> so no one's heard of yeah, her. Yeah, I, I also okay. never heard of her. But like I said, that's not the type of music that I intentionally seek out. If anything, I intentionally avoid it. So, I mean, I'm not surprised that I didn't heard, hear of her. Uh, congrats to her. You know, I don't like to hate on no artist, but I just I can't even speak on her because, like I said, I just don't. I know listened her. <laughs> to one of her most popular songs. I couldn't tell you the name of it never heard of it and someone that i was talking to said she's more pop than she is country so i was like okay <laughs> so congrats to her you know she got she got she walked away with two grammys that night but still i was just surprised that was the one thing i was surprised about if not her who in that category you think should have you know gotten it okay so album of the year casey Musgraves, that how you say her name? Nah, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. So she won album of the year, right? Out of the category, I definitely think that Post Malone. Out of the category, I definitely think that Post Malone, Beer Bongs, and Bentleys, that was a really good album. Yeah, Drake Scorpion was on there, but I didn't really, I don't think that deserved album of the year. Invasion of Privacy was on there. By the way, I forgive you. By Brandy Carly was on there. Never heard of her. Uh, Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet. You know, honestly, I probably should have listened to that album. I'm a Janelle Monet fan, but I didn't listen to it, and I haven't listened to some of her previous, most recent works. And that's that's um, that's a slight on me. Like I, I probably should listen to her because I've heard they've been good. She's definitely been on tour doing concerts and whatnot and i just haven't given it the time of day but i do think she's an iconic few i do think she's an iconic figure and she makes great music so i do need to catch up um black panther the album featuring kendrick lamar that was a soundtrack for black panther and that was pretty good like they won some grammys off of that but out of that whole list as far as notoriety i really do think post malone beer bongs and bentley should have won yeah, honestly, out of the category, when I'm thinking about album of the year and how big of a category that is to win, it was pretty difficult for me to narrow down which one I think should have won, honestly. Like yeah, I said, I, did, tough, I didn't, I didn't hear race. of the girl who won it, the woman who won it. I, I don't know her music. We keep saying that we don't know her music. <laughs> um, but even as much as I love Cardi B, I loved where she won. I don't think that... I don't know. If I had to pick one, I mean, I guess it would be like you said between between Post Malone. Her, her was her. also in there. Oh, her was in there. Yeah, okay. but I don't know if that's album of the year yet because she has she has more work to do. You know, like I would love for her to win, but 
I don't know. I don't think she. Her was a. a it good was. Album. It was. It was. So I, I don't know. I'm probably missing. You. It. Yeah. You missed saying her. You didn't say her <laughs> at first. Yeah. I didn't even catch that. Okay. So now that puts it into a little bit pers- of perspective for me. I would think if I had to narrow it down, it, for me the competition would be, um, you know, Cardi B, um, the Kendrick Lamar, Black Panther, SZA soundtrack, um, and her. For sure. Yeah. But I mean, speaking about Post Malone, did you you didn't get a chance to see his uh, performance, did you? Nah. So he had a performance with Hot Chili Peppers, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I mean it was like pretty basic to me. One thing that I did want to know is that he performed the song that he has with uh, Twenty One Savage, and uh, he was wearing a like Twenty One Savage I white see T-shirt. That. Yeah, but he had on a jacket, so you couldn't really see it. Until and then he the only, yeah. yeah, and then the only time that um, he was mentioned was towards the end. It was really quick, but towards the end of his performance of him and Twenty One Savage's song, they were doing Rockstar. Yeah, yeah, he was singing yeah, Rockstar yeah, yeah. rock, so right at when before they were transitioning to go perform with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Before he was transitioning, it said like Twenty One, Twenty One, two times. So that was kind of like the two shout-outs um, for 21, I suppose. We're definitely thinking about him in the Grammys. But, hey, shout-out to 21 Savage. He was released on bond today. He still has a court case pending deportation. But he was released today a few hours ago, and we're really happy that uh, he's out of he's out of jail. He was being held by ICE without any charges. And we were screaming, free 21. He was locked up hours before the Super Bowl and so he he had to sit down for like nine long days uh, but he's out now and we're, we're just so happy to see one of our artists one of our very own free for now and hopefully he's not getting deported so shout out to 21 and his family um, and everyone that was going through that trying time with him back to the Grammy so um what did you think of Drake's speech a lot of there was a lot of hoopla about oh they cut his mic off this that and that third but from what I saw he was giving a really powerful speech and he took a pause and he looked up and it seemed like the production crew thought he was done so they cut his mic and they went to the commercial and everybody was like oh they cut they cut Drake's mic off he was talking that shit da 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 and I was like Nah, that looks like a production accident. But then again, I work in TV, so I, it just it looked like that. Okay, so what what did you think of the whole Drake debacle? You think they cut his mic, or do you think it was just a production mishap? Like, what what are, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, they cut a mic. They cut the mic on a lot of people that night, so I definitely think yeah. they cut the mic. Um, from what I saw. He took a quick pause to let some people come up and join him on stage. Like, he was looking at them while they were coming up. And the minute that he took a pause, they they cut on the music. And then at that, that's when he looked up. He was looking up like, what the fuck? Music is cut on? Um, and then, you know, that was that. But, yeah, he was giving a really, really powerful speech um, that I, I truly appreciated, especially speaking to younger creatives. We got to remember that this show originally was not created for us to compete in. It wasn't. It wasn't. It's now that these shows are learning through criticism by social media, through social media, by the young, yeah, protests, by the younger, by younger people, by the millennials. Now they're starting to unlearn some of those behaviors that kept us from 
receiving those awards, you know, in, in masses the way we are now, the nominations the way we are now. You're seeing a lot more black artists, a lot more women artists, a lot more diversity in there. So even down to the performances, like I said, I liked a lot of them because the set designs were really different um, and spoke a lot of, you know, to culture and whatnot. So. Yeah, that's the first thing. So I think that he spoke to that, and I think that it was hilarious that he, while accepting a Grammy, he basically was shitting on the Grammys. But not even necessarily shitting on them, because he's saying it's okay to win these awards. Like, you know, it's great, and I'm honored, and I feel surprised and shocked. Um, but but hey, you're already winning but you're if people winning. are yeah. listening if to people your fuck stuff with you. and, and coming I liked, out to your shows and supporting yeah. you. Finding, like, I liked what he said. It, yeah, I did too. I thought I was great to hear from drake because we you know drake plays the game he plays it well he's at the top of the top he's top tier he keeps most of his commentary to himself for he the does. most part he talks his shit on but the rap this was yeah on yeah. the rap but this was a, a great moment and he took advantage of it and i like the examples he gives you know sometimes these people are not gonna understand the experience of a middle-aged kid who grew up in toronto or a fly-ass spanish chick from the bronx you know he was referencing cardi b yeah. or you know post malone travis scott or whoever it is yeah. Um, and he's right. You know, sometimes they're not going to understand. And I think they're not going to get it right. I love that we brought that up because that's a perfect way for me to segue into talking about Cardi B winning this award. And it's the same thing. Sometimes for rap album of the year. Yes. Sometimes people aren't going to get that because this looks different because it's not the same as it's been done before in rap or female rap and because there's a combination of different things not a lot of people agree with it and that i mean that was my experience of it like i i keep saying i thought invasion of privacy was a good body of work down from the sampling to the well-produced it was well-produced the sampling the written the features they all were well married and I really think it it do a, her a great disservice of saying that her album didn't also have content. I think for a lot of people, who said that? There's people that are saying that she shouldn't have won because compared to the other albums, hers didn't have content. But the content that she had is content that fed to a lot of people that found it relatable. Okay. It talked about heartbreak. It talked about coming up in poverty. It talked about you know overcoming those dreams. I think I told you this on the side. She gave me raunchy rap Trina. She gave me relatable street rap Meek Mill. She gave me like Latin influence trap and rap and she brought on people that are major movers and shakers and that you know we're going to talk later about bad bunny who was and i like it yeah so i think it's it's she a had bad bunny she on the a, album she had yeah Jay she, she, she had brought Chance a diversity in rap and i think that oftentimes it's so easy to be like well that shouldn't have won because that wasn't standard rap or that wasn't this rap but it's we got to understand that rap is not only evolving but rap has been influenced by a lot of other cultures that now, in today's age, a lot of people have forgotten about. Hip-hop was born in the South Bronx, and it was influenced by black Americans and by Puerto Ricans, and that is a fact. That is not made up. So Latinos have had an influence, and pop, not pop, hip-hop has taken influences from Latin music and from Afro-Caribbean music, and often in the conversation about hip-hop and rap and evolution of it, that gets lost, the, the influence that Afro, um, Afro-Caribbean people have had on it and Latinos and Afro-Latinos and Puerto Ricans have had on it. Yeah, because it was found in New York. I mean, in you, the South Bronx. Yeah. 
Yeah, so... Where these, these communities were blending together, and at one point it wasn't seen as two different experiences. And that's why, you know, I've been writing so hard for this album because a lot of the criticism, like I said, has been that, oh, it doesn't have this type of content or it's not this particular type of rap. And then on the other side, oh, this is a Latina a Latina album. It's, no, it's not. It's an album that's, that's hip-hop and it's rap and it's the diaspora of that. We it forget about We forget about the diaspora of hip-hop culture and the diaspora of blackness and talking about it in different ways you know I, I mean like i said i think it was a body of art um did other albums that were in that category were they not bodies of art absolutely not of course nipsey hustle body of work that's who that's i'm biased art. i wanted yeah, nipsey to art. win I'm, i think he was I'm, right up there i'm with a her. stand of nipsey hustle yeah, I, think I think he, he had a phenomenal right album absolutely but i knew because of the politics of the grammy and because of mass appeal and it's about numbers and it's about who's marketable i had a feeling he wasn't gonna win just because like he's a crip from crenshaw and slauson and he's from la Fuck but nah. no, i can't no, no, no i'm not gonna no, no it's definitely an image thing i'm not gonna allow that because, because we're if you talking ask about, me about we're talking rap, about cardi b he had a better rap about, album listen. than cardi b Cardi yeah. B had more of a pop album. It's You're talking about the diaspora rap, and that's where the beef is. Yes, it was born in New York, and it has influence <laughs> from Afro-Caribbeans and everybody like that. But at the same time, hip-hop is black. It has been black. We are the ones that really got it started. And so, like, people that are black and who call themselves regular black that aren't Afro-Caribbean and aren't Caribbean and aren't Afro-Latino or anything like that, they identify with that. Pusha T had a great album as well. So did Travis Scott. And I feel like Mac Miller was on there because he passed away, but I didn't really go back and listen to that album like that. That's just me, RIP to Mac Miller. But because of that, I feel like the Grammys saw Cardi B and her body of work and were like, we're going to give it to her, not only because it's political, but it was a great body of work and it was classified as rap. So they gave it to her and it was historical. No one really should be shitting on Cardi B. And I understand your point, but it goes back. I gotta, but li listen, this is, the, this is what I say about this is what well. I say about it's all intertwined. This is what I say about. This, I mean, you made my point in what you were saying. You, you set a point and you started saying, yeah, not, not these types of black. This is regular black. What is regular black? No, no, no. What no. is regular? I'm That's saying what I'm saying. No, no, no. Black people that point. identify as Let me slaves my from America Let me finish my point. feel like hip-hop is theirs. Listen, and let me finish my point. And I'm it's saying... Not. I, I'm not saying it's not. That's that's not You're my word. You're saying it was influenced saying, by everything. I'm saying, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, because I'm, I'm going to clarify exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying, and you, you're proving my point. I'm saying that black Americans often feel like they're the gatekeepers of blackness when blackness exists outside of the United States and it's thriving. And slavery didn't just happen in the United States. Those are two things that people forget. Blackness and slavery are not exclusive to the United States. And because of those two things, black Americans often feel like they get to only hold on to that experience as if that didn't that didn't happen to Afro-Brazilians, as if that didn't happen in the U.S. Virgin Islands, as, as if that didn't happen in the Dominican Republic, as if that didn't happen in the... You know, these things happen there too. It's also, it's a shared experience. Now, to reverse to what I said, I said it was born in the South Bronx where blacks and Puerto Ricans specifically, I'm not even being general, Puerto Ricans specifically, black Americans and Puerto Ricans, lived in shared communities and lived shared experiences when hip-hop was first born puerto rican were 
Puerto Ricans were mainly known for participating in the graffiti and the b-boy, the break dancing. That's where they started making their mark. And then as it continued evolving, we have Puerto Rican we have Puerto Rican rappers who are legends. What are you, this is where also I'm not saying that we own it. I'm not talking about ownership and that's the thing. I don't I don't think about music and stuff like that in terms of ownership. I'm just saying that it's a shared experience and that there was contribution. If you go on Motown's website right now, they will say that their sound was influenced by portions of Latin music and culture. That's a, it's a shared experience and that's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is that people don't recognize that that also exists and it's so hard to forget that because we don't talk about that anymore because Afro-Caribbean people and Puerto Ricans are not at the forefront and Latin people are not at the forefront of trap and rap music in America. And that's what I'm talking about. But in their other countries, trap and rap also exists. That's great. I hear your point. And I'm, I'm saying, as a black person in America, raised in America, outside of the Caribbean and Brazil and Afro-Latina, you're right. We don't think about that. And that's problematic. And I understand your point of why you are arguing that Cardi B's album had all of that. That's great. But when you talk about hip-hop, rap, who got it popping? It was black people in America from all over. Master P, Rakim. Yeah, there were people in New York, but like rap spread out. You have gangster rap. You have Ice Cube. You have Snoop Dogg, Outkast, all of that. And so when you talk about people that put rap in the forefront, you're talking about people that black people identify with closely i was talking about the birth i'm arguing i'm arguing who got it popping though you talking about the birth and i'm like yeah that's great and all but there are other black people out here that don't see that and so they're thinking about daytona by Pusha t nipsey hustle astro world too rap that they consider rap and you're right it's a problem that there are black people that think they are gatekeepers and whatnot, but I do agree that it's a she deserved of not the album. A opening, a, a they ear don't. That's a lot of black people consume, do have closed mind, other, and then there's a lot of black yeah, people that, listen, that are open minded. Just because you don't see things doesn't mean that it's not a fact, and that is that's very exist. true. Just and that's the problem with the Grammys the because they don't see us. And we create the culture. No one's listening to rock music like that. No one's listening to just pop music. Trap runs this right now. Trap music, hip hop music, stuff that a lot of black people are doing. We are leading the culture. There's so much. We make a lot of people so much money. And that is the problem. It's a bigger problem. The Grammys don't recognize our greatness. We're seeking their validation. And we should stop doing that. But we're not going to stop doing that. Because that validation feels like we have arrived. It confirms everything we knew about ourselves before then. And I think if we were to talk to a lot of artists, they would agree. Most of the people that I follow and most of my friends that I support, they support Cardi B, and I do too, because I think she deserved to win. Hands down, numbers-wise, she did have she did have the album. And like you said, it encompassed Afro-Latinos, Afro-Caribbeans. She is from the Bronx. She identifies as a black woman. 
I think she had a phenomenal album. It went two times platinum. Most of the I records don't think it's on only there about went the, platinum. I, I want you to get that. I don't think it's only about incorporating Afro-Latinos and Latinos. It's about incorporating different styles of rap. The raunchy rap, the the relatable gang rap, the the Latin rap. That's what I'm saying. She influenced. She she incorporated different styles of rap. Not necessarily. The problem that I'm saying is that people think that she shouldn't be a part of rap or hip hop because she's not black enough to. Yo, them. who is arguing that? Though? A lot of people argue that. A lot of people I, argue that. That is why she got off Instagram. But I I feel like the people in the culture, the people that. The people that actually create music agree that Cardi B had a great album. It's rap. That's all I'm saying. And I, I we're arguing, but I feel like we agree on that point. So what else did you think of the Grammys? What did you like? What Besides did you dislike? Besides that, um, I mean, something that's related to what we're already talking about is J-Lo doing the Motown performance. Uh, there was a lot of mm, backlash about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm part of that backlash. I Listen, my whole take on it is... I agree. I think that they should have picked someone, and they had plenty of choices, people who are still alive and well today, that could have did that performance. But that outrage needs to be steered towards Motown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, not towards the performer towards who's, who's probably yeah. loved Motown for forever and is like, right. what? I get to represent probably Motown? This is fucking lit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, you can't blame somebody for being like, oh, my God, I'm such a fan. I can't believe they picked me to do this. And she said that. She said that in an interview. So that, that I think that was really misdirected at her. Um, but beyond that, I agree. I mean, I think that they definitely should have picked somebody that could could have represented it um, more spot on than J-Lo, 100%. Uh, but I think that we shouldn't, again, back to my argument, we shouldn't argue that she shouldn't have done it because she's Puerto Rican. Puerto Ricans are part of the culture. She shouldn't have done it because there were better performers who could have done it. Janelle Monet should have done it. I think she would have killed Janelle that. I think Janelle Monet would have killed that Janelle Monet would have killed that shit and give us a, a set, um, a set design, a performance that would have just, I mean, blew us away in her performance. She danced. She played the, you know, the guitar. She did all that at the same time. Right. They had plenty of choice. They had Gladys Knight. I mean, if Diana Ross could have thrown a little something in there. Like, yeah. they had plenty of choices. And I, I really wish we knew why they didn't do that like how are you gonna do a motown tribute and not do it right it didn't it didn't feel, I feel right like it's I politics agree. it didn't feel right i don't know what it is i, I think it can't be a- politics because who's really like in all seriousness who's really like j-lo is doing something motown and the um, grammys i well. Like, when I say I mean, politics, I mean the hierarchy of stuff and who controls what and who makes the decisions. That's what I mean by right. politics. And it's, I understand that we shouldn't be mad at J-Lo, but I also think it was in J-Lo's power to say, hey, I don't think I'm the best representation of this. You should give it to someone else. And that's where the buck stops. But we yeah. don't know if she did that or not. Yeah, well, she did the performance, so obviously she didn't do that. If she did the performance, then that means she didn't say, hey, I don't think I represent this best. You should give it to someone else. She did the performance. And since we don't know who made that decision with Motown, we look at J-Lo. It's unfortunate as it may be. We don't know the source of the problem or who made that decision, but we see J-Lo and we attack J-Lo. And that's not right. I'm not making it right, but I understand the logic behind that. I'm saying don't attack, attack her because see. she's Puerto Rican. Attack her because there were better artists that could have represented right. Motown, period. Right. And there's been a lot of attack on her because she's Puerto Rican. That's you, been a lot I of I feel like backlash. black people have a problem, again, going back to ownership and gatekeepers. You were... 
spot on with your statement black people do have that because we always feel we're getting looked over for something else that we don't identify with something seen as other because we were seen as other right i think but that also because brought, we don't we don't know how things were we're we not, don't not and educated. we also we do know, we also know, know that afro that. afro latinos I think Dominicans are Afro-Latinos, and I kind of think Puerto Ricans are Afro-Latinos. But if they don't identify with being black, then we don't identify with them. History would be so much different if the people that are black who identify as black said, hey, we all black. Yeah, there's different subsets, just like there's different subsets. There's different subsets of African people that come from different countries, but they will all agree we are African, right? Right, right. Proudly African. Mm -hmm. But... There's been systems and structures set up in place that have to deal with a lot of money and resources that go to different people because it's easier to keep us apart than together. And with that comes a lot of beef and try. Hell yeah. There's Listen. a lot. There's a lot. So that's where the problem comes from. But and I, we yeah, agree it's, it's on a, that. It's a miseducation, I feel like, you. on both sides. I'm just arguing with you where it comes from. Yeah, I, for I, sure. Like, Listen, it's not, it's not no beef that's between. That's something that I, I know. Like, we've been... The the systems have taught people to be like, you don't want to be black. Yeah. Try to run from your they blackness also as have, much as not, possible. Not only that, you know the saying? systems have also given different ethnicities of black money to start businesses and own different stuff and haven't given that to black people. It's, there's a lot of history. In, Hell yeah. There's a lot of history that's, that's, in it. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think black people I think shouldn't be attaching, black they, people shouldn't be attacking JLo because she's Puerto Rican. Because Puerto Rican is a part of blackness, right? Right. But That's my argument. Because she but doesn't she- look black, because we don't identify as because we see her as other and we don't know who made the decision to let her represent the Motown tribute, mm-hmm. we attack her. Just like people are attacking Cardi B because they don't think she's black enough. And you talked about that problem in our in our discussion off mic about mm-hmm. how black people do think they're the gatekeepers of blackness i think i said it on here too and that's that's really fucked up and i i'm explaining why that is but but i don't know how to i don't know how we absolve that or what steps we need to take so that is no longer a thing like hey yo we black it's a com i think it's a conversation this is the diaspora of blackness and we accept all right yeah there's a history of that well, there's a history of conflict between our peoples, but what do we do to, like, what's the resolution? Yeah, we. I mean, we have conversations, and we just educate ourselves on both ends, you know, and we, and we work to break down the fucked up stereotypes, and especially on more of the people that are, you know, Afro-Latino side, work to break down those fucked up stereotypes and those fucked up systems. Um, and it's a, it's a long-term work. I just think that, I mean, I, I was born in the Caribbean, you know, so it's crazy because mm-hmm. I'm Afro-Latina and I came to the States so I could speak from that experience. This is something I have that, this some that I, I experienced, it. you know. It's different. From, and it's a from different not type of looking visibly, too. Yeah, from not looking visibly how people expect you to look right. to down to being from the Caribbean, which is a different type of blackness from the black American blackness. It's, it's basically um, a whole different world. It's yeah, not like, I, like I relate a lot closer to like West African and African culture just because, you know, of the history and whatnot. But it's still, again, in the diaspora. So I think, you know, it's a long road. It's a hard conversation, but I agree. And you know what? Earlier, I didn't back you up on this, and I want to go back and say, yeah, I think that you're right. I think that J-Lo should have also been like, listen, I 
as much as a fan of Motown as she is, as much as it probably was fucking exciting and the opportunity of a lifetime for her, she should have been like, listen, um, can I collab with a, a couple more people that are more iconic or, you know, not make me the headliner of this performance, make me one of the, the plusies. Be a not, little yeah, bit yeah, more be inclusive. A little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put yeah. somebody else on top. I think it would have been great if they would have did kind of like a timeline of performances, starting with someone who would have represented their sound when they first got in, someone yeah. who represents their sound, how it looks and sounds in the middle, and then someone who represents their current sound. I think that would have been a dope performance and a true tribute to their you know, entire existence, but they didn't do it like that. So you're right. Jayla should have backed out of the gig, took a smaller role in the gig, or just not done it at all. Um, and Motown should have just been more responsible with their tribute. Yeah. That was whack. It yeah. was weird. Definitely. I don't know if it was a lack of availability, but I don't know. Janelle Monae was there. She could have did two performances. She, she got it in her. She would have been proud to yeah. do two performances. What? She would have killed it. She would have yeah, killed she it. Would have. Let's get through uh, the rest of the Grammys so we can get to our next topic of Bad Bunny and Ariana Grande. So her wins R&B Album of the Year. So this proud is America won Song of the Year. Yeah. And I was, was really cool. proud of Childish Gambino. He actually he won Song of the Year and was it... Uh, he won one more too. He got two awards that night. Um, the guy that... Oh, he won Record of the Year and Song of the Year. I know that's weird, but they're two separate awards. Mm -hmm. He won both of those. That's so shout it. out to Childish Gambino, Donald Glover. You know what it is. We definitely love that song. That video went viral. We were talking about it at, like everywhere. Yeah, as soon as it dropped, year. it hit all the news Symbolism stations. Yeah, the news stations, all of that. And I know one of the critiques I heard about... The video itself was him shooting black people in the choir. But I was like, yo, art is art. And we need to, I think we as viewers need to take a step back from, oh, why do you do such and such? Like, why can't we let something be bigger than our opinion? Honestly. Um, but anyways, shout out to Childish Gambino. Um, we already mentioned Casey Musgraves <laughs> winning album of the year. Definitely think that was a snub. Grammys need to do better. Uh, Best New Artist was won by Dua Lipa. Do you listen to her? I've heard Dua Lipa, some, some of her songs. Yeah, her music new is rules, pretty good. New Rules was on yeah, the radio heavy this year. Like every I six it, to eight songs. I know it was one of on the, the girls that it was, was It was a video. good song. It good was it bop. was really well produced. It's mm -hmm. a bop. It's definitely a bop. I like that song. I liked her speech, too. She also emphasized on, you know, you can be from anywhere and, mm -hmm. you know, make it and follow your dreams and whatnot. So that was really cool. We had a lot of good speeches. Right. I there feel were, like there was lots a lot of, of good, good speeches. speeches. I have to I have to mention Diana Ross because I fell in love with Diana Ross a long time ago. I watched her in a movie with Brandy on a VHS tape and I watched that movie probably like <laughs> 10 times and I was like, she is so glamorous. Like, I want to be her. She gave a performance and was like, thank you all for coming to celebrate my birthday like they weren't <laughs> at the Dab Grabbies. And then she ended her performance by saying, happy birthday birthday to me and jumped like two times and it was hilarious and it was Diana and it was cool to see it at the you know 61st Grammy that was probably one of my favorite moments right. my other favorite moment was Alicia Keys oh my god I love her Alicia Keys was playing the piano um on yeah. both you know with both hands at the same time that shit was dope, <laughs> shit was dope and then she started playing Ella May's song um boot up and they cut the camera to LMA as soon as she realized that it was her song. <laughs> and it was the cutest, like, 
fangirl yo, sweetest moment. That was ever. a great song, honestly. Yeah, I love that's Alicia Keys. Fifteen song. Grammys. Now, now that's a fucking artist. Yeah. Love she, me some Alicia Keys. But is, overall, I mean, I thought it was a, I thought it was a cool show. You know. Yeah. I thought it was. Um, it was all right. Shout out to um, shout out to J Rock for winning the Grammy. J Rock, Kendrick, Future, all those people on King's Dead. That shit was wild. No one saw that coming. Um, but yeah, shout out King's to King's Dead. Which uh, which uh award did King's Dead win? Uh, best rap performance. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. So deserved. Yeah, so sh- shout out to J Rock, man. Who's we, all on that? You said J Rock, Young Kendrick Thug. Lamar. Um. Oh, it's J-Rock, Kendrick, Future, James Blake. They're all on King's Den, and they all won a Grammy last night. So, again, shout out to J-Rock, man. We're so proud. We know you didn't get Grammy for best rap album, but the streets know. The streets know what it is, man. You did your <laughs> thing. Um, what? Uh, let's move on. What uh, What did you think of Bad Bunny's album, man? Let's get into it. Bad Bunny's album. It dropped at the end of December? It dropped, like, December, closer towards Christmas. It was a quiet release, so I wish it would have been, like, huge. Because he was having a hell of a year in 2018. He was everywhere. Him, J Belvin. I liked it. And let me tell you why I liked it. The representation on it was crazy. Listen, I grew up, like I keep saying, I grew up in the Caribbean. um, So I'm Puerto Rican uh, race. I'm a black, I identify as a black woman and I'm Puerto Rican. And I'm Cruzian, that's where my culture is from, VI. So I grew up listening to a lot of Spanish genre music um, and Caribbean, you know, genres and whatnot. And he sampled, Bad Bunny sampled a couple of songs that I just recognized yeah grew up listening to them it's kind of like sometimes when i listen to some of the um rap music and they use certain samples like i don't recognize it immediately you don't have to go back and do research because of the type of music i grew up listening to so it was cool to listen to this and hear these old school samples from like legends within spanish genres and he executed them so well you want to know what it was he dropped like he he said he was dropping the the album on the 23rd and then dropped the album on the 24th and it's like it's christmas eve man ain't nobody yeah. really on apple music right, or right, like, right. I mean, like that's the only that's reason sad. it wasn't as big but but uh, it was good it was what, such that a song great that I'm album talking it was about, such a good project the song that i'm talking about that had one specific sample it starts off with a sample it's called la romana Mm-hmm. Oh my God, a fucking bop! I love it. <laughs> I also loved the one with Drake, Mia. That one is pretty popular. I've heard that played like hella yeah. times. Yeah. Um, basically, Everyone anybody that, that speaks Spanish, you know. Let me tell you something about Drake. I told people this years ago. Y'all need to start paying attention to Spanish rap and trap. I'm telling you, it's gonna and start. Drake's gonna it's put gonna it start. On. It's gonna start blowing up. Nobody was listening. They're like, nah, that shit don't. Ex-. I'm like, listen. I'm telling you, I've been listening to this type of music since I was a little girl. Right. It's coming, it's coming, it's right, gonna hit right, mainstreams right. and shit. The people nah, that have caught it, the waves, it's gonna start hitting it. But the people that have caught the waves, Drake has been smart about catching the wave 100 percent Smart as fuck. Yeah. Nicki he, Minaj he, has he caught the wave a little bit too. Li- he he puts on other people that are doing great work. He catches it before everyone else and then he puts it into the mainstream. Yeah. Drake he is also, great at that. But also on the album, Ocho Nocho in Miami. That's one of my favorite songs. Uh, Como's Antes is one of my favorite songs in RLNDT. 
I I listen to those songs on repeat. I I speak broken Spanish. <laughs> I can understand I it. Can't, crazy, can't speak. That's why he started explaining. Yo, himself. can't speak. <laughs> can't can't speak it that great. I can like listen and pick up different words and it's shit. It's crazy. You was vibing to it though. Yeah, like ultras, ultras. Like what's that like? Because I understand what he's saying, but you don't understand what he's saying. It's I kind of I kind of do because I do? took I took Spanish in college. I took Spanish in high school, and I've I've been to I've been to Honduras. Okay, like I, I stayed five days, did a big community service trip, got to talk to the locals, all of that. So it's like I can understand Spanish. I don't speak it that well, but ultra nocho in Miami. Como antes, RLNDT, uh, extra, estamos bien, that's a good one. Everyone likes Mia, of course, but I also like the intro, uh, ni bien, ni a Mia. Yeah, ni bien, ni mal, I love that one. And yeah. I love that yeah. he put it at the beginning as the intro yeah. because it really, like, hyped me up yeah. for the rest Shout of the album. Shout out to the producers on the album. Yeah, they like, killed it. Tani and La Pasinia. Is that how you say his name? I don't, I don't know. I'm probably butchering that, but shout out to them because it was we a get really, the sentiment. Yeah, it was <laughs> a, it was a great album. It was really well produced and like, the art yeah, on it was pretty cool too. I liked the cover art, the one eye shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 That's yeah. his little like style where he's yeah, having the one eye yeah. thing. I, I like his style. He's dope. He's really yeah. he's dope as fuck. But I mean, going back to, I think music connects us. Like, dude, I heard someone saying. I that music, math, and sports connects all of us, and I because it's the same agree. in every language. I agree for with the most that. Part. Yeah, and you, music is a feeling. Yeah, subjective, just like Drake said in his speech. But at the same time, like when you feel something, you feel it. And I remember mm-hmm. when I was listening to the album, I knew no one was listening to the album. I was here working for Christmas. Um, my family was out and about wherever they were overseas they're actually in the caribbean and like i remember listening to the album and just feeling the album and so i would play a few songs on repeat and yeah i didn't understand every word they were saying but i felt like i didn't really need to because it was such a it was so great so shout out to bad bunny i know you haven't really been talking about the album on social media that much and it hasn't been played everywhere but it's a great album and i definitely encourage all our listeners to go listen to it and i have to say this it's crazy because we was having that heated conversation earlier about you know bad bunny's puerto rican we was having that heated conversation earlier and about representation and someone told he me is? yeah someone oh, told me shit. someone was telling me that like he since, made hard music since the latin like culture is machismo and this that and he's is, the yeah. first one Heavy. to be openly gay and like you know, he's breaking barriers. So shout out, Listen, shout out to Bad Bunny. It's crazy that you just said that to me because I'm running back, you know, all the people that I know in my head who are really legends and the, you know, what he's breaking into. And yeah, you're right. He's first to be openly gay. It's, it's not heavily accepted in the Latin community at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I have to say we was having this heated debate about Puerto Ricans and hip hop and, you know, where it came from and rap and the involvement and the influence. And I have to say, y'all, Chino is the one that told me, listen, you got to listen to Bad Bunny's album because we have to talk about it. And it was hard as fuck. So it's crazy. And I agree. <laughs> like, yeah, music connects us. I think Alicia Keys said that at the yeah. Grammys, like, 
Muse, the good thing about music is a global language, no matter what. Forget the lyrics that are being said, the beat. You feel music. You it's feel different. the beat. You feel the beat. You feel what they're saying. We feel we it all, when we're talking we about all music. Know That's what we feel like. Shit. We all know the feeling of love. We all know the feeling of sorrow. We all know the feeling of happiness. So music definitely connects us because it is a global language. Um, and some stuff you can't say in person or you can't say speaking. You put it in a song and you sing it or you rap it or whatever. So. Yeah, again, y'all go listen to Bad Bunny, man. Yeah, that shit was tight. <laughs> Thanks for putting tough. me on, Gino. Yeah, I'm yeah, about yeah. to be listening to it on repeat. You know what I tried to put her on? Ariana Grande. No, don't say album. that. You, Thank I'm not you, about, No, she, I'm not about she to She talking about, Yo, I love that. sweetener, nah, 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 but nah, nah, like... I I gotta take my time with that. Like Hold my up. nigga, it dropped. <laughs> it Hold dropped on. on Friday. I'm about to drop him, kick him out of his <laughs> chair, bro. No, he did not try to cap on here, Tom. But he tried to put me on to sweetener. First of all, I know no, I tried to put you on. Thank you next. Thank you. you said, hey, I loved sweetener. I gotta take had... my time. Listen, there was so much going on. I had to prep for the Grammys. I had to figure out what was going on. Like, right. I gotta give her time. I'm gonna come All back right. on the next time and talk about it. But right. I'm not gonna let you say you put me on to Ariana y'all, because y'all I love Ariana. Or hit us up on Instagram. Let Tell us, us what, you what you thought. Think about yeah. The Ariana Grande or. Tell Ariana us what you Grandy. thought though. You you listen to um, it. It's yeah, you it know was, it's Grandy. Nah, nah, nah. She says it's pronounced Grandy. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's pronounced Grandy. But everybody started saying Grande, and she just uh, just she like Chrissy care. Teigen is really Chrissy Teigen, but. You know, people Hilarious. say what they want. People say how they want to say shit. Yeah, yeah, I would be yeah. on TV clowning. My name is Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> I would be clowning, making them pronounce it as shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite. Tra- yeah. My my favorite tracks on there. First of all, the image, the the intro, Imagine is great. Like if you listen to the end of it, it'll give you chills. She has a hell of a run at the end of it. Uh, shout out to the producers, Pop Wenzel and Perez, and you know uh, Ari was on the vocals. Um, I really like the song Needy uh, and NASA. Their song, so one, two, and three out the gate. You're like, damn, this out, this sounds great. Um, and it, it was just produced really well. If you listen to the lyrics, Needy is, I, I think a lot of us uh, feel vulnerable at times. And I really appreciate it. I really appreciate Ariana, you know, writing that song, Needy, because it, it's a great song. Um, going down, of course, we've heard Seven Rings uh, and Thank You Next. I love sound, Seven Rings. Which sounds amazing on the album. I didn't know I was going to like that song as much because it's not for me what does it sound different no no it's just it it makes on the album it's towards the end it's track number 11 and it just it sounds it flows so great in there did you listen straight through you didn't shuffle that's how i listen to my albums for some reason it's a story when i I listen to my albums i listen to it straight through no skips even the stuff i don't like i try not to skip because you can't like music is a is an experience so you gotta get through it in my opinion so i listen to it all the way through and then after i've made my opinions that first time i go back immediately and listen to it a second time so that i can ease off my opinions and also just in case i miss something listen to it one more time and then after that i'm just listening to what i like or if i really like the album i'm listening to it in order so when you get to song break up with your girlfriend i'm bored that's the last track on it it was great i was in the car actually driving someone around when they were like yo you gotta play 
you got to play this before we get out the car, da 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 um, And I listened to it, and I was like, damn, this is a good-ass song. <laughs> so when you get a chance, you definitely need to catch up. Please I'm going to catch up. On the next episode, I'm going to come on here. Cass Marie. Bro, catch stop up. trying to make it seem like I'm not She's about to listen to guy. the album. Okay, but... Again, okay, we want to talk album. about. Hold on, we want to talk about bad guys. Guess what? I saw this weekend that Chino didn't see what, what men want right, with starring enough. Taraji right. P. Henson, you know she, who is we're, we're partners. Is, she didn't tell me to come, she didn't tell me to I come. Didn't. She knows it was my a work girls schedule. Night thing. Damn, hey, according to your friend, never mind, I ain't even gonna say all that. <laughs> listen, but she so could have definitely hit somebody up because they want no girls, whatever. Yes, it was. Nah, listen, nah, nah. I went si- to see it at the historical Starlight Drive In okay. um, in Atlanta, which was pretty cool. I went with my girlfriend, yeah, shout out to Yaz. And um, Yaz is the one that told me, so look, look at you, Yaz putting your me friend snitching. out. <laughs> Yaz, you snitching to leave. No, I'm joking. Um, but it was pretty good. It was typical rom com stuff, but it was nice to see Taraji in a role that I know plenty of women are in but are overlooked, which is being a sports agent. That's really a, d- a male dominated industry. So it was cool that they made a movie like centering that. And then, you know, we talked about it in the first podcast. It was her reading people's minds, reading men's minds, not people, men's <laughs> minds. Um, and so it was funny as shit. Like they had people in the movie that were representing themselves, which is cool. Like, wouldn't it be dope to get to the status where, like, you're in movies playing yourself? Like, Mark Cuban was in there playing himself. Yeah. Um, and in the movie, he's in his head Shaq thinking, I'm so ready. <laughs> yeah, playing himself. So that was pretty cool. Uh, it was funny. Taraji P was p- funny. It ended, like, typical rom-com. I think I told you this off mic. It was pretty inclusive when it came to um, sexuality. You know, they had uh, flirting between two gay men. They had... Um, you know, the the heterosexual relationship with Taraji and, you know, the main male co-star. So it was pretty cool. It was an inclusive, funny movie. There was cultural references. Um, Taraji was in the movie talking about Ukr, which we all know, you know, Cardi B made pretty mainstream. So that's pretty fucking dope. And there also was, what else? There was, her assistant was referencing the movie Get Out. So that's dope. It was not just nice to see more of the current references. Shout out to, to Jordan Pill again. Make sure y'all are looking out for that. For us. Us, yeah. Comes out March twenty first, right? Something yeah. like that. Something yeah. like that. We're March twenty first or twenty second. We really, I really enjoyed it though. I mean, I think you should go watch it. Like I said, typical rom com ending though. She gets the guy. She I'll learns her it. lesson. <laughs> it is what it is. She opens her. Oh, I can't. Typical I don't want to. I'm not gonna uh, right. spoil the ending. I'm gonna let you go see it. Yeah, don't spoil the ending for us. So why y'all on Twitter or on Instagram getting on my nerves about me not listening to Ariana Grande's album? <laughs> if people even you know f- fucking with her album like that, uh, get on his nerves about not going to see What Men Want by Taraji. Right. Hmm. right. And she has another movie coming out soon. Uh, it's based on the civil rights. Um, in Durham, she plays a character that was like going up against this white KKK member, um, and it'll be dropping soon. So definitely, definitely be on the lookout for Taraji and go support Black women. It's always good to Please. see. Please, it's always good to see Black women shining. And this is her time right now. She's yeah. having a hell of a run. I don't know how many. Man. I don't know how many she movies. She's been steady like Yo, the last three, four years. Like 
steady. But the last two years, she's been, been in just yeah. about everything. I feel like she's doing three, four movies a year. Like, she's on it. Get that bag, sis. Um, yeah, and the only reason I heard about this new movie about the civil rights is when I was listening to Pod Save America, and they had her on when they were doing their live show in Durham. So, again, be on the lookout for Taraji P. Henson. Um, we're going to wrap this up. Yes, we're going to we, wrap we it gotta up. we got to wrap this up. But, hey, if you haven't heard 2009 by Wiz Khalifa and Currency, go listen to that. We're not going to talk about this. We're not going to talk about that project now because Cass hasn't had a chance to listen You're to so it. You're so ugly. I'm not going to come You're at so her for You're so ugly but look, for we blasting have, me. We, you are we, so ugly We do for shit this. different. She'll go watch the movie first. I'm going to go listen to that music first just to see what I think about it. I like so, I like <laughs> the music to sit and get a little season yeah, before and I start I don't know getting how, into it. How we're gonna keep up with stuff when you have to shut let up. Shit listen, you hear go her talking go about let, music. Go like listen it's a to piece Wiz Khalifa and that currency album, and then on the next, on the next episode, we're gonna definitely talk about it. But like he said, oh, and look cheap. out for Offset dropping his project on. Boo! He should have stayed out of Cardi B's pictures. He was ruining them. Yo, I actually uh, kind of was surprised to see him. I mean, I'm glad they looked good, and he was being actually he looked pretty underdressed. Next to Cardi B, just saying. No comment. I'm glad he was there <laughs> because she wanted him to be there. And probably, yeah. He was supporting her moment as a good husband should. That was good to see. It was. Um, we're not gonna get into their drama because we we're not a gossip podcast and shit. We're not. But again, shout out to Cardi B and all of that shit. Um, also, be on the lookout for Chance the Rapper. He just made an announcement that he's dropping his next album in July. Uh, he said it's not going to be acid rap. It's not going to be coloring book. But, um, yeah, he's, he's dropping an album. And I don't know about you, but I love Chano. Me too. So I'm, I'm definitely excited to hear that this summer. I can't wait to hear it. And it's going to be great. But... Thank you for listening to Nods and Bops. I'm your boy, Chino. And I'm Cass Marie. Again, thank God 21 Savage is out. And yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to 21. And thanks for listening.